tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. cut too young for me no i think it looks good it's fine no, it's, it's perfect okay went a little tighter than i wanted him to. it's not the mohawk and it's not the fucking tight i miss the mohawk you do get your hair every once in a while i forget the mohawk and i think it's a good idea to bring it what back what about the peanut butter frosted tip no that's that? gone that, but don't that's get never me wrong. again that, no that will never happen how did what, what made you do that to begin with the peanut because it was supposed to be blonde i was just wanting to see it and i just didn't go the way I wanted it to. <laughs> Is it fun. peanut butter or copper, bro? I like peanut <laughs> butter. Peanut, peanut, butter. peanut butter. Guys, a lot of great things going on. Uh, this is an all-time, uh, in my opinion, Johnny loves the uh, the episode with the cryptid uh, experiencer guy. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. This yeah, is great. We, we you know, we're getting crazy some shit. crazy yeah. comments on it, which I don't agree with. Okay, but uh, this one. Uh, is one of my favorites with Jeff Harmon, and uh, this is my jam. This is what I believe. You want to know what Sammy believes? This is what Sammy believes. This is it. it, it everything clicks for me, uh, and this will explain how I view the spiritual war. And he, he's a Vedic astrologer, and I think you guys are going to really enjoy it uh, because it breaks down everything and how I see the world. And you know, it's just another piece of the jigsaw puzzle for me. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I know I think he makes a, he's trying to make a shot for the uh, Mount Rushmore. We might have to expand Mount Rushmore. Didn't we already expand it by? But we might have to expand it again. Okay. How many heads are we putting on there? I don't know. We might have to go with eight. We might have to call it the Hall of Fame then or something. Yeah, because- we might have to do that. <laughs> I mean, we might have to do that. It's episode six hundred. I think we. I think there's yeah, more than. Congratulations, yeah, guys! Yeah, Another. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Can we no, get the fine. fucking laser? What, what are they called? Laser what? Laser fireworks? <laughs> laser fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> laser fireworks. Bullhorn. I think it's called. No, you know, uh, but. 600th episode, and I couldn't think of a better person to have on for the big. I can't believe, dude. We did a hundred episodes in less than a year. How really? crazy is that? Damn, we're rocking. Yeah, we are rocking. That means COVID. in four more years, we'll be at the thousandth episode. I'm excited is, for damn. 666. No, I am not. That's, I am. We got to do something special. What do we need to do for that Dude. one? You got to have a cultist to end. Uh, okay, we'll have something on, but we just can, know. We all wear black. Just know uh, the podcast out there with four listeners will be talking about how I am. <laughs> you know how uh, Rogan so and Duncan in come in? societies and stuff like that. You got to come in like costume like Duncan and Rogan do sometimes, you know, and they come in dressed all crazy. I'm not against that, but we will. I will never hear the end of it. 
Right. right, just so you know. Yeah. We'll make it even spooky in here. So just know that you guys are coming up with that idea. It was not mine. Well, it is good that we came up with it on the air, so people aren't like, dude, this is they, they got a letter from the Illuminati telling them to do an occult episode. Yeah, by the way, did you see Michael Jackson's hitting people up for $600 <laughs> on a cash no, 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 app? No, he hit you up. Yeah, no, he didn't hit me oh, up. That he was, hit somebody oh, else I, up. I thought, was, I thought that was straight in your DM. I was no, like, that look at you. Sent it to me. <laughs> Cash at me. <laughs> uh, guys, if you want to see me live, and apparently not a lot of people in Danana, Dania Beach, I'm not talking shit on the city. I can't help it if you've come up with a weird name. You're like, if, you know, it's like Dana, Dania Beach. I'm going to be there. Hey, if you know a conspiracy theorist, please tell them I'm in town. Because I'm going to a city I've uh, never heard of. Dania Beach. Yeah, Dania Beach. Dania Beach. Dania Beach. Dania. Dania. Every time I say Dania, you say Dania. What do I Dania. Dania. Okay, there you go. Dania. That's the first time, yeah. I want to see you try a second language. What if he's just amazing at Greek? If we, it turns or, out he's actually just supposed to be speaking the Greek. The point is, point. I'm going there. I'm going to be there tonight at, through Saturday night. Come get weird. Jimmy Schubert's going to stop by. Oh, I got okay. Johnny Mitchell's jumping up. A bunch of people coming by. Hey, why don't you buy a ticket? Is, buy Schubert, a ticket. is Schubert's in Florida now? Is that right? Yeah, he lives in Florida. Amazing. Yeah, he's loving life. Is he? Okay. And then two weeks after that, I'm in Plano, Texas at the house of comedy and then i'm putting together already a murder lineup for the september 14th comedy chaos grab that and saratoga springs go down there should be one more saratoga well they told me they were up can you reflect refresh it because i believe kansas city should be up there is it nope. in there nope kansas city is uh i am going to be there uh bang bang pow kansas city I am going. Oh, I don't know where it is, dude. Okay, I'll find it. Oh, November 11th and 12th. So that's down the line. Uh, a lot of things at samtriply.com. All my premium contents there. We're working on the uh, banner so you can go find cash tags. But most of my premium content for $10 a month, you get six episodes I do. I do Tim Fall Hat Premium. Zero, my spiritual podcast is where I found our guest today. Uh, I don't know how people listen to Tim Fall Hat and not listen to Zero because without Zero, I would be going nuts right now. And then the number one debate show between binary men, Conspiracy Social Club, with myself and my buddy, Brian Callen. It's one of the, my favorite shows to do. Uh, we also have a pre, uh, Patreon for uh, my podcast called Cash Daddies. Mine and a bunch of people on Johnny and Howie Dewey. We have a uh, Patreon. Now, this Patreon is where you get daily tips for investments from Howie Dewey, who is an idiot savant and has been crushing it. Right, Johnny? Oh, absolutely, dude. We uh, we thought he had his first L out of about. I think we're on. A, I think we're up to like thirty four and zero now. We thought he had an L. Thirty four and, and zero. Yeah, yeah, thirty four straight correct options uh, plays, mostly options that we do. Thirty four. So do you want to stay broke? All I hear is you want to stay broke. You want to stay broke? Twenty dollars make you holler. And you get the podcast I mean, every day, and you get the the Patreon podcast. Ads. And then for $1,000, Johnny and I will watch you make love. Whatever love you make, we will watch it. And we'll give tips. And that's just uh, for us, for you, okay? For us, for you. T-shirts. Go T-shirts, man. We got a brand new T-shirt up. It is They Live TFA Live. Shirt is now available. Me as Roddy Piper. $20. Black and white. Make Black and white. 
Yeah, I'm thinking about making the Helen Keller Denier T-shirt have to. a a pre, uh, uh, limited edition because somebody said there's already a sh- couple shirts out there like it. But can I we, think can we see that? Actually, is that up? No, we haven't. Oh, it's not up no, yet. No, no, no. It's not up yet. That will be out soon. Uh, my cameos are fire. I I will scream at you about conspiracies, whatever conspiracy you want. For three minutes, two to three minutes, and then buy gold and silver at Wise Wolf. Go check that out. Uh, people do it all the time. It's a great way to make money. Go to wisewolf.com. Go, just go to samtruth.com click the banner. Our telegrams are killing it. Tim Fall Hat Telegram and Zero Telegram. Uh, there's almost, I think, about, there's like 700 people on the Zero. Can you go to that? 700, 711. 711, dog. 7 Now, here's what's going on, guys. I have a ton of podcasts. I'm going to, at some point, have to let a couple go. But right now, Tim Fall Hat, you can get for free. Broken Sim is fire. When's that dropping, Johnny? Fr- Friday. Friday night. Is that Friday. the long one? Put it out Friday. Friday well, goes I mean, up. I'm, I'm going to be in the desert. So okay, I'll, so I'll, it's probably not going to be out to the next week. No, it'll you, be out this weekend. Okay, sure. like Cash night. Daddies is, is uh, well, yeah, you get the you get the uh, 45 minutes of free audio before it goes to the Patreon only. Punch Drunk Sports uh, is my sports show. Union Unwanted is the probably the most important discussion on the internet. It is a uh, panel show where uh, the biggest names come and bang on everything. We just had a really great discussion and i want to say something really quick so on the last union of the unwanted guys i asked one of the doctors that was doing a lot of talking and wouldn't <laughs> stop talking i was like hey man have they isolated the but uh, did they isolate covid and a lot of people that listened th- felt he never answered the question you know when people don't want to answer it, but they want to sound like they're answering it? So they like get into really technical speak, so people who flunk first grade don't know what they're saying? I didn't hear anywhere where he told me that. So also on that car- call was the very famous Dr. Peter McCullough, and he, listen to this, dude, he was talking about all the papers that are now coming out on spike protein, which he got in trouble with. Guess what, guess what term he uses at the end of this tweet? Exosomes. That means you win. That means I'm winning, dog. Oh, what? Exosomes are real. I mean, everybody thinks exosomes exist. Uh, no, not a lot of people. No, that's, that's a real but, thing. Like, even in mainstream science. Even the virus people? Exosomes are the, the toxic that is released from the cells. Well, no, but I'm, I'm saying the word exosome has a scientific meaning. I mean, it's, it's yes, on like Wikipedia. Yes, that's what it is. Exosomes are membrane-bound extracellular Guys, vesicles. also, you have a 24-hour news radio, a 24-hour station. You can listen to any of my shows. Uh, Tim Fall Hat. Bro. Wow, that's a classic, that's a classic bro. That's a classic. Building 6, bam, way back today. Number 40, number Broken 40, Sim, wow. Cash Daddies, Union of the Unwanted, and Punch Drunk Sports, where winners win. Anything else, guys? Uh, we don't smoke the same. We just did a crazy episode about blue waffles and sex ed, so oh you already know where that went. God. Exactly. See, that Sam's been down that rabbit Why? hole. So go check it out. I almost never <laughs> want to ask you don't if you Google have anything it. ever again. Don't Google it. Johnny, anything for don't you? Google it. Yeah, Broken Sim, like I said, Friday night's coming out. It'll be a that's a it's a good one. We're all over the place. Three hours of heat. Ooh, three hours. Damn, I just got rid of that shit. 
Okay. <laughs> um, Sam, what you don't know at home is Sam, that he's doing the intro and multitasking, working on his computer, sending emails. I closed that. I, I, I got rid of the window that had the, you the can Dr. Restore. McCall You can on. restore that. Oh, that's a drag. Johnny, shut up. Okay. Guys, enjoy what, this wonderful, wonderful conversation wonderful. with, uh, with uh, Jeff. Jeff Harmon, uh, I loved it. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the. All right, I'm very excited about this episode. This gentleman uh, came on my Zero podcast, which I highly recommend everybody listen to. Uh, I was really blown away uh, by his presentation, and I wanted to get him on the main show. I need that up there. Uh, on the main show. Um, so here we are. I'm very excited to have him here. He is a astrologist and a planetary gemologist, right? Did I get it? Okay. Please you welcome, tried. please welcome Jeff Harmon. How are you, Jeff? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me back. Jeff, uh, you were extraordinary in our last interview. And so I'm like, we got to get you on the big show. So here you are. For those who weren't able to or never got a chance to listen to your last appearance, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where our listeners can find you? Yeah. Um, well, I, I got into this whole game actually back in the 70s, in the mid-70s. My mother Actually, I, I grew up in northern Wisconsin. It's like Dukes of Hazard up there. You know, I was driving semis, doing logging and, you know, snowmobiles, motorcycles, all that stuff. And my mother would peg my girlfriends to the T. And I said, well, what are you doing here? And she said, I, I got their charts. And I said, what do you mean you got their charts? I said, what's this stuff? You know, so I said, that stuff doesn't work. And she says, uh, before you knock it, you know, check it out. So I did. So back then that was B.C. You know, we were doing astrology by hand before computers. And um, it was really pretty amazing, I, I have to say. And my mother was very smart. She was a, a hemodialysis specialist. And, you know, she she was very, very cool lady. And um, I, I was pretty blown away. And what happened is then through the 80s, I had a studio and I was working. I was hired by all kinds of uh, religious organizations. I was doing forensics work with government agencies, you know, federal murder trials, all kinds of stuff. And I was I had this parallel going on with the paranormal and also the astrology, which was really cool. And um, the, the more I got into it, I just just really was exposed to so many amazing teachers, a lot of which are dead now, but um, really, really a fun journey. And it kind of found me. It's it's like um, and it keeps keeps, you know, chasing me no, no matter what I do in my life. So, so it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I, I get to help a lot of people. And to me, that that's um, th that's worth something, you know. So your uh, website is jeffharmon.com. Uh, the link uh, is... Je yeah, je jeffharmon.com. And uh, the email is always jeff at jeffharmon.com. So that's the easiest way to get me. Uh. Yeah, and uh, if you want to reach out for him for reading, uh, I would say check him out because he's, uh, he's the best of the best. So the reason I really wanted you on here because a lot of the stuff that you talked about on the zero podcast resonated with me and to uh -huh. the point that I went and I got a book on a basic Vedic astrology uh -huh. and I was uh, attempting to learn and I still am gung ho about it and I'm going to do it. But I, I, I read a couple pages and it's, it's a very in-depth study 
Uh, oh God! You're, I feel like it's it's yeah. kind of oh, like yeah. trying to learn Chinese, but you know you gotta start somewhere. And uh, so, what makes Vedic astrology? Is it different from other astrologies? Is there something unique about it? What drew you to it? Well, yeah, it's a lot different, and you'll you'll find the Egyptian, the Chaldean, and what's often dubbed as classical astrology is sufficiently different than modern astrology. You know, modern astrology runs around and tells everybody, you know, you're your sun sign. You know, everybody knows their sun sign. They know if there are Pisces and our Aries and all that stuff. We're in Vedic astrology. It actually uses something known as the sidereal zodiac, which takes into account the precession of the equinoxes. So oftentimes you'll find your sun sign is different. But even more than that, Vedic astrology is kind of a pop turn here. I'm going to show, share the screen for just a minute here. And uh, we'll jump over here and I'll, I'll show you some diagrams because this this is actually really instrumental. Vedic astrology, again, is kind of a pop term. And, and in fact, a friend of mine, Chakrapani, who was in his 80s, in his mid-80s, he came from India. And he's the one who might have coined that phrase. He actually said that you know, I remember going out to dinner with. He says, "I knew Americans would never understand what Vedic or what Jyotisha means, so we'll call it Vedic astrology." <laughs> and you can see the real name of Vedic astrology is actually called Jyotisha. Jyotisha is a Sanskrit word that unpacks into the science of the light of the spirit and the soul. Now, now we start getting real close to where the Egyptians and the Chaldeans and the Greeks and many of the ancient pre, you could say, um, you know, AD era was, and uh, particularly the Hebrew and the Aramaic documents too. They all knew we weren't our astrology and Vedic astrology never says you are your astrology. Their whole premise, see Jyotisha meaning it's a branch of Vedantic um, studies. And you can see here, this is actually a plate out of the Bhagavad Gita, and it shows the etheric energy leaving from death to rebirth, and of course, on and on over the hills. Now, our fine bearded men in Rome threw the doctrines of reincarnation out the window somewhere between the first and the third century. Those were the nice guys who were murdering each other to decide what Christians <laughs> might be able and allowed to believe for the next couple of thousand years. You know, George Carlin might have been right. He said the best thing to come out of the religions was the music. And um, not that there's some truths in a lot of them, and I have great respect for some of them, yeah. but uh, that's where Jyotisha goes. And it's interesting because the Hebrew, the uh, Greek, almost every culture on the planet believes in reincarnation in some form, fashion, or another, except the hard-fisted Roman pedophile. I'm sorry, the, um, <laughs> the, the people in Rome. You know, and I'm not here to just bash Rome because there's a lot of great people in different sects sex of Christianity. And I actually really like some of the areas of Christian science a lot. But on the other hand, I'm speaking specifically about the political establishment of Rome. They, um, they, In fact, when they did the Vulgate translations, they lost a lot of the secret codes and ciphers that were in the angelic um, you could say uh, cryptographic messages that are in the Psalms and also in the uh, in the ancient uh, texts. And again, again, Rome. Again, I'm not here to just attack them specifically, though they need it. But uh, they you throw can most feel of the free, things bro. in the bottom of the Vatican. You know. Yeah. And uh, 
I am with you on Jeff. And I, I listen again. We talk about this all the time. Like I have zero problems with organized religion. The people, if it, if it helps you be a good person and spread love, oh and yeah, that's great. But you know, there is a history there to a lot of stuff, and it's it's questioning. I judge nobody as long as you spread love and practice abundance and all that stuff. Uh, if you don't think the Vatican represents a, a real hard turn in spirituality and and religion, man, they went around and literally beat into everybody. You had to take the Bible literally. And again, this is not. And I get hit up all the time. Why would you have a real Christian on a real a, a real believer in Jesus? All are welcome. I have. Well, I, I, always I actually find the Christian religion is exceedingly accurate. I, I really do. Um, what what I I find is the problem is the political. Yeah, that's my opinion. Take, for instance, the city of Worms. You can look this up. This isn't my opinion. In the city of Worms, the Roman, I forget which one it was, the Pope, sent a brigade of Roman soldiers up and slaughtered every man, woman, and child because they would not concede that Jesus was God and not the Son of God. So, and, and by the way, look it up. The city of Worms was actually where Luther was tried for heresy. It's also where one of the most prolific uh, rabbis had come out of, Rabbi Maharil. Many people will know him as he wrote, he was the author of the book of Abramelin the Mage. But most importantly, he probably was one of the most central figures to shaping the direction of the European continent in the 13th and 14th century. Stunning, stunning stuff. You can't make this up. But anyways, back, back to, you know, what your question is, what's the difference between Vedic astrology and, and regular astrology? The biggest one is this one right here. I'll show you. There's something known as the precession of the equinox. You see, Western astrologers use something known as the tropical zodiac. It's based on the equinoxes and the solstice points. And of course, the spring equinox, we know what happens depending on where you live. That's when the birdies are chirping, right? The farmers are planting the seeds. And of course, the snow's all melting and we've got spring, right? Spring equinox. Equinox. That's when the days and the nights are even. We have the summer solstice where the summer, you know, uh, the sun is, the days are longest and the sun is highest in the sky. The fall equinox, which is coming right up, where the sun falls on the cross and, of course, the winter solstice. These are very important points and they're exceedingly accurate, too, by the way. I mean, you can't deny the seasons, nor can I say that tropical astrology is not accurate. It's exceedingly accurate. We'll get into that in a little bit right now, what's going on in the world in the United States. The Vedic astrologers use something known as the sidereal. It's believed that our solar system goes around the central sun somewhere around every 25,700 or something odd years, and no one knows. And, and believe me, I've been around some really smart people who have very sophisticated calculations. Some say it's 26,000. Some people say it's 25,792 days and 32 milliseconds. No one really knows, but that seems to be pretty close, right around 27,000. Galaxy sorry, goes around another sun. Our solar system. Our solar system goes around an even bigger sun. Yeah, exactly. And and it's also thought to be a binary sun. And then the Vedic li literature actually talks about there's 250 million year galactic cycles. All of which is an expanding universe with, you know, various galaxies hurling at us at the speed of light and going away from us at the speed of light. I mean, this is way beyond anything anyone is going to really fully grasp. For me, I, I can tell you, I don't fully get it because it's exceedingly complex. But this does appear to be accurate. And many astrologers are saying 
that we've already entered the Aquarian age. I actually kind of don't agree with that. I think the Hebrew calendar may be the trigger point. It certainly doesn't seem like the Aquarian age, does it to you? <laughs> Look what's going on in the world. <laughs> you know, it's a little crazy out there right now. And what does and, the Aquarian uh, age equal? Like, because if you go, because I've always been told that it, it's about like all everything, awareness, everything, be, we become aware of a lot of stuff. That way, yeah. In a weird way, that kind of is happening right now, where it's like everybody's starting to realize that there's this power structure going on. I, I'm, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just, I, I do see a, a more awareness. Like, you know, we used to be, I mean, I'm sure in your world where you have all this incredible knowledge and how many people know about this knowledge. And now it seems like astrology is more, uh, I see it more than ever. And maybe because I'm now more into it, I see it and I, 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 I resonate with it, but it seems like sure. it's more everywhere than ever. Like the, you know, when we only got like a newspaper once a day to tell us what was going on in the world, we had a very shallow view of I mean, what was oh, going yeah. on. I mean, there's TikToks all about this. Like if it's, 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 it's it, it is whether and some of it's probably being flooded with misinformation a as lot. well. But I think people are more aware than this is and ever. But I could be. <laughs> hey guys, I want to tell you about one of our longest running sponsors. That's right, Blue Chew. You love them. I love them. We all love them. It is American boners for American men, for American women, or American other men, okay? It doesn't matter. We don't judge here. Just get those rock-hard boners going, okay? It's real simple, okay? Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. I love chewing that because I can feel the boner coming, bro. You ever take that first chew and then you're like, boom, rock hard, veiny, ready to go to town, yeah. <laughs> right? You could take them anytime, day or night. So you can, you can plan ahead or be ready when the opportunity arises. When it's go time, it's go time. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, bam, you receive your prescription within a day. The best part, it's all done online. None of these doctor orders, doctor's office visits, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. So the hot chick behind you wondering if you're, you, you, you know, you need a little help. Nope. 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 You need a little help. That's fine. You don't need a little help. I take blue chew anyways, because it's double boner action. Okay. Double Boner, that's right. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA. USA, USA. Dude, every time I say that, I can hear a hawk flying above. <laughs> An eagle, bald eagle. <laughs> All right, prepared. Or a ship. hawk, whatever. Uh, well, guess what? What if these Blue Chews are shipped by hawks? Okay. I could see it. Yeah, that's how powerful it is. So it's they're made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door in a discreet package. Not me. I asked them to have fireworks, okay? <laughs> so everybody knows Mayor of Pound Town's in the house. It's real simple, okay? So if you, you could use a little extra confidence when it's time to form, perform, Blue Chew can help. We got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code TINFOIL at checkout. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, 
Promo code TINFOIL to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for being one of our longest-running sponsors on TINFOIL Hat. Hey, everybody. I want to tell you about our friends at Miracle Brand, okay? Warm weather is here, and for me, that means hot Sleepless nights. That uh, dude. Uh, this is the most true stuff Ooh. ever. Okay, I recently found a way to stay cool at night, so I don't wake up all sweaty and sticky. Since I started using medical brand self cooling bed sheets, I stay comfortable all night long. Oh, night. Using silver infused fabrics, Miracle Brand sheets are thermo regulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long, so you get better sleep every night. They're also self-cleaning. These sheets are infused with natural silver that prevent 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Uh, Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. The sheets use a premium 500 thread count sateen weave that's made with USA-grown Supima cotton, which is one of the highest quality cottons in the world. And it's better for your skin, man. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Clean sheets mean less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. Okay, it's real simple. Go to trymiracle.com slash tin foil okay it's real simple and we got a special deal for our listeners okay be sure to use the promo code tin foil at checkout to save 40 percent and get three free towels bam miracle is so confident in their product it it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee so if you aren't 100 percent satisfied you get the full refund okay real quick upgrade your sleep with miracle brand Go to trymiracle.com slash tinfoil and use the code tinfoil to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's T-R-Y-M-I-R-A-C-L-E dot com slash tinfoil. Thank you, Miracle Brand, for sponsoring this episode. There's no question that that uh, we're in, an, in a new era right now, and, and I think we're in a very high tech era. It's interesting because there's a text that came out. It's called the Seferatiel, and no one knows where it came from. This thing is exceedingly old. It's one of the oldest astrological texts, and it's actually believed to have been given to Adam or whatever the first human was when they fell out of the spiritual realms into this world. Now, that again is very ambiguous, but but it appears the document exists. I have it in several forms. There's some English translations, but no one knows how old it is. It's certainly older than 4,000 years old at best guess. Ooh. And it is a, such a different type of astrology. It literally, see, the Egyptians knew this stuff. So did the Chaldeans, so did the Vedantic. They would salutate the East at sunrise because the angels change shift at noon, at sunset, at midnight. Now, we sit here in our modern worlds looking through the windshields of our cars or staring at our computer screens or our bank accounts or our iPhones. We're so far removed from this. But what's interesting 
is there does really appear to be forces that change at sunrise, noon, sunset, midnight. And science can't take a meter out and measure it. They would talk about the lunations, meaning the new moon, the quarters, the full and the, and the new, and the eclipse points, and also all the aspects, which really gets into what the heck are we living in? The solar system truly is, in my opinion, a matrix of the soul. And uh, I always say, forget Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus. This might truly be the matrix of the soul. And that's where Vedic astrology really, really shines. And and I also have to say, so does the ancient classical Egyptian, Greek, Chaldean astrology as well, which matriculated up into the Middle Ages. Most of the best astrology I've got is pretty much from the 1200s prior. And it's not good because it's old. It's good. I don't know if the air was cleaner and the food was better uh, or what, but I'm telling you, this stuff is astronomy. It's astronomy applied to life on Earth. It's an interactive consciousness. And and I always say that that, that may be exactly what's going on here. You know, Shakespeare was right. We're all actors and the globe is the stage. The the earth is the stage. And I always say that, you know, literally we're not our astrology. We may actually have have done it. And one of the things you you had mentioned in the email before the show, and I always love to show this diagram. This is one of my favorite diagrams. Whatever your religious... um, This is what I've been talking about forever to you guys when I always bring this up, is this chart... And the this chart, thing, right. I, I this is the 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 four worlds of creation. I I, I actually am so interested to talk about this, and yeah, I'm very excited. So let's get into it. I find this so interesting. Yeah. You you got it. So so one of the things that I always like to say is what I'm about to show you. This is a what I would call a Judeo Christian model, but you'll find. In the Vedantic lore, they have the same almost exact story. In fact, there's a couple of professors that I had uh, studied their work, and and, um, I've collaborated with many different people on this. The, the African cultures, the Hopis, the American Indians, they all have something similar. They, they usually refer to it in a much more metaphorical way. But this diagram, whatever your concept of God is, whether it's Jesus, Buddha, the man in the sky with the beard, you know, all androgynous light, we all, unless we're atheists, believe in something of a higher power that's above all of us in creation. So in this particular model, they claim our soul is created right here. This is a strange word called absolute, um, and some people do pronounce it differently, um, in the Aramaic and Hebrew, which is where the divine emanations of souls is believed to be created, which is very divine stuff. These are the classes of angels in the Aramaic Hebrew vernacular uh, of the seraphims, cherubims, and the thrones. There's no astrology up here. There's no rotating galaxies. There's uh, This is exceedingly divine worlds and I don't claim to know exactly what they are, but it's very, very divine. They say there's 49 dimensions and 49 sub-dimensions here. So this is really the so-called, we hear references from different saints and prophets, like particularly in Sermon on the Mount, he mentions your father has many mansions. Well, this is certainly one of them, and the upper one. The next one down, Briah, is where the waters of creation get much more dense, and these are believed to be, again, very, very diverse etheric worlds, 
And this is the classes of angels that rule it. And again, 49 dimensions and 49 subdimensions are believed to ex- exist here. Now, the third world down is exceedingly important because this is known as the Yetzirahic world. Now, in the Aramaic and Hebrew, there's actually books specifically designed, well, a book, it's called the Sefer Yetzirah. Anybody can find it on the internet. One of the better translations in English is Ari Kaplan's. Uh, Ari was 40 years old and wrote 80 books and then he died. Amazing man. Anyways, uh, the Yetzirah or Yetzirahic world is where the rotating galaxies are. And again, we don't even know how big this universe is. I certainly don't. I don't know anybody who can define it. Some people say it could be infinite. Our Milky Way could be like way down here and our little solar system on the speck edge of it could be here. And here's a mind bender for you. They claim there could be 49 parallel universes and 49 subdimensions in each one. Now, I don't know about you, but that's way past my little pea brain. I, I can't. That, that one is serious. And again, now we got archangels, angels, intelligences, and spirits. And what's interesting, and this is where it really goes down the rabbit hole, they claim a guardian angel, or if you just want to call it an angel, attaches the spirit, psyche, and soul to the embryo in mom's womb at conception by silver cord, not not permanently, just by silver cord. And they claim the, the period of gestation, which for most children is about nine months, right, give or take, when mom's water breaks, they say that's when the, the angel ties the spirit psyche and soul permanently to the body at first breath. So breath is synonymous with spirit. Try, try not taking a breath for a minute and see how well we all do. So the, the, the breath never stops until the spirit vacates the body. And it's not the only thing, but it's certainly one of the main indicators. So the last world's is called Asaya, which is the astral planes. Now, this is the place of the ghosts and the disincarnate souls and the entities and the spirits and the elementals. It's also the dwelling place of these guys. You know, usually we get a guy with a suit tie and a microphone telling us about the devil, but it's just a little little bit deeper than that one. And again, I, I have to say this is ubiquitous because this is not something that, um, I made up or anyone else. You're sorry. I switched diagrams. Let me go back to that. Um, so they, they claim that there's these four fallen. These are the main angelic forces falling. And there's eight beneath that. And there's legions upon legions beneath it. And again, can't make this stuff up. I can actually show you texts that specifically name them. And they're decoded in scripture. See, the Vulgate translations that Rome so so intelligently did pretty much neutered all of the original Aramaic and Hebrew. Now, some argue with me and say, yeah, but look, right here in the Rosicrucians, we've got the English versions. Well, you do, but it's not the same. And I've got them. See, ciphers, just for anyone listening, is all about these. They're actually codes where you pass through the various ciphers. They're, they're very complex, but you basically take scripture and drop it through. Uh, the, the, uh, these are all the different types of Hebrew ciphers. Of course, this is an English uh, way of looking at it. But it's known as Zeroth, and there's Tamira, there's Gematria, there's all this secret 
coding. So when people are thumping the Bible, which is fine, I'd rather thump that than stealing cars and killing people, but because it's much better. But they're also losing a lot of the secrets that were originally there. And the Psalms are full of them. And I mean, full of them. Very sacred and very powerful stuff. But back to this here. Um, if, if you look at many of the other cultures, particularly the Chaldean and Egyptian, they have this exact same story. They just change the names. Same thing in the Vedantic, same story. There's always this story about the war in heaven, right? And then God and the upper angels cast these evil spirits down. And I don't think it's just on earth. It may possibly be the entire Yetzirah dimensions. Maybe not the entire ones, but but a lot of it. And this is why maybe they hate our guts is because they are forced to be a part of molecular structural creation. And I think it goes beyond molecules. You look at an atom in science has a a proton, an electron, right? Positive, negative. It always has some balanced forces juxtaposing one another around some central point. If, if you've ever taken a physics class, people may have heard of what we call sine waves or sinusoidal waves. It's the same way the solar system works the same way. And it's undulation of energy onto the soul on earth in transits and progressions. Fascinating stuff. So these guys may be forced to be a part of life and death. And many Christians will recall the Lazarus story, right? And you'll hear, this is not germane to just Christianity, though it's been blotted out. There's rabbinical text talking about you can actually raise a person from the dead for a period of seven years. The soul will not be there, but the spirit and the psyche will. See, there's many, many, this is a whole system that's quite fascinating. It's called the nefesh. The nefesh is a strange word that we all have for our conscious mind. Psychology will tell us, you know, oh, you've got a conscious mind and a subconscious mind, right? But it might be a lot more deep than that. Um, the nefesh is the silly putty of our conscious mind. And it's very impressionable. If you tell enough people, you saw the planes hit the building and they yeah. came down like sparklers from jet fuel and that's it. Then they'll believe it, right? Oh my and God, that's incredible. <laughs> Listen, this yeah. really resonates with me. Well, well, think about it. And then psychology, I actually, I shouldn't mention this, but I will on air. I actually have a lot of clients who are very high positioned in the psychiatric boards on certain states. And I won't mention where, because I don't want to violate that trust. But some of these are really smart people. I mean, psychiatrists, you know, there's all there's like every gamut of every profession, you get some really good ones and some really bad ones. But the, the ones that are really aware of all this are like, Jeff, there's something going on here. You know, I'm, I'm working in a prison system. These people are not exhibiting normal psychological habits. They are possessed. We know they're possessed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And there's so many great, great texts that I love to tell people in sessions about. Uh, like Dr. Carl Wickland wrote a book called 30 Years Among the Dead. This is a man who was out here in Hollywood in the beginning of last century. Who he, he was the shock therapy treatment man and the lobotomy man who transformed into believing all this stuff because for 30 years he married a woman who was actually a psychic channel. And then one of the people that possessed her body 
actually looked at him and said, you're the one shocking me with this lightning, which was shock therapy treatment. And it was so accurate, they couldn't deny it. So he goes, oh my God, you had to be in there. He says, well, of course I was there. He said, well, you must be possessing my wife's body. And he looks down, he's you know controlling a body with a wedding ring and a dress. And he goes, oh my God. He says, I, I, I can't believe this. He said, well, you must be deceased as we know it or dead, right? And of course we call them ghosts. And the patient cleared up after he got the person to realize his condition. So this stuff runs at an extremely wide gamut of documents that is well known in in many rabbinical texts, Chaldean particularly, and the Egyptian and the Vedantic. There's all kinds of names for them. You know, there's abuers, those are disincarnate souls that are possessing people. There's maziks, which are demonics combined with human souls. This gets into some heavy duty stuff. But anyways, not to go down too far down real the rabbit quick, hole. Here. Real quick, because we're, we're covering yeah. a lot of ground here. Hey guys, I'm very excited to talk about our spot Sponsor. They've changed the name. Blue Blocks, yeah, has been rebranded. Yeah, dude, now. Now. <laughs> Now it's called Bond Charge. That's right. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern world. I love that. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation, and the list goes on and on and on. From blue light glasses to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly and with maximum impact. Okay. I love the, my favorite products, blue light glasses. I'm Look at that. Right there. Look at that. Look at that. That's Stylish. like Sam Tripoli nice. from way <laughs> back in the day. I also do a lot of late night video editing. And for that, I use their blue light blocking glasses, which help with poor sleep and fatigue, low energy. They can also help with jet lag even. And you know, I've tried other blue light blocking glasses, but these really do seem to be the highest quality blue light and most effective blue light blocking glasses that I've used. Their stylish frames have been featured in GQ and Vogue, and their optics are made in laboratories in Australia. They're very high quality, and yeah, they cost a little bit more, but why would you buy a cheap pair when you know they're just not going to work? I have to reiterate, since wearing the blue light blocking glasses, my sleep has improved. I know Sam has always suffered under the lights in the studio, and he has less eye strain and headaches now after wearing the Bond Charge computer glasses. And just so we're clear, these glasses come in non-prescription, prescription, and reading options. They have glasses for every need. Again, computer glasses that help with eye strain, light sensitivity glasses to help with low mood and migraines and blue light blocking glasses for improving your sleep. Bond Charge also has other amazing products such as low blue light bulbs, EMF slash 5G protection, and 100% blackout sleep masks, all backed by science. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time and they have easy returns and exchanges. Okay, guys, so here's what I want you to do. Go to bondcharge.com slash tinfoil. Use the code, the coupon code, tinfoil to save 20% off. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash tinfoil and use the code tinfoil to save 20%. The reason your, your chart with the, the four levels of hierarchy 
of yeah. uh, our existence really resonates with me because I've been really like, I, I, you know, I've always said what's going on in the world right now is a spiritual war. And it I is. go, it, it, always makes, has been. It, it makes no sense if you think this is about money and power because they have all the money and all the power. They can print money from nothing. They don't need our money. We don't need it. So why are they doing what they're doing? How is depopulation helping them with money and power? Well, the question, you know, to me, if you look at it from a spiritual point of view, you have, you know, God Try at the it. highest level trapping these four entities here in whatever this is, whatever this yep. place is. I think it's yep. a, a, a realm of karma and forcing these four entities here yep. to to trapped here. Now it makes sense why there's a group of people that seem to be want to destroy us because they've made deals with these entities to wage war against God's God's creations, and because God yep, has trapped them right. here into this this lower level, so when you hear people say this this level is hell, well, this might be the lowest level. This might be well. It's certainly one of them. Um, it's certainly one of them. I mean, you know, there's a text that is quite fascinating. I love to show this text. It's called the Share HaGilgum. Sharar in Aramaic and Hebrew means gate or gates. And HaGilgum means cycling of the souls. Now, this is actually not that old of a text. It's somewhere from the 14th century from Rabbi Luria. Very compelling. And Rome knew all about this. They threw this in the garbage can. This is actually a reiteration of many ancient knowledges and texts. Many people who are familiar with some of the Hebrew texts. There's one called the Sephir for Haggadah. Haggadah is just a fancy word for legends, or the, you could say the verbal ancient knowledge. Of course, today, everybody calls it the Kabbalah, you know, which is fine. I knew Rav Berg and all that before he died, but, you know, the Kabbalah has been kind of pop culturized. Yes. It really was just ancient, sacred, holy knowledge. And it, it talks about how this particular place meaning earth, is a place of purification, experience, and rectification of the soul. You know, Rome turned that into, well, you're all sinners and you're all going to hell. But if you give us a hundred bucks, we'll make sure you get a good seat yeah. now. So, <laughs> or if you pay every Sunday. And, and you let your son there with the priest in the back room. But anyways, the, the bottom line is, the uh, it's really a, an interesting thing because possession is very very um, much a real thing. And these, you know, I always refer to C.S. Lewis, who really was an amazing author. Of course, he wrote Narnia and so many other great books. But he had a book called The Screwtape Letters. It's a little cheap book anybody can buy. And it actually talks about how the spirits study each soul. And, you know, you, you were just bringing up something really good. And that is these people are out to destroy the human race. And that's it. We are in a war between the globalists and the nationalists. This is nothing new. If you go back, look at what Stalin did. Look at what Hitler did. Those are just recent people. Look what Mao. If you go back to Genghis Khan, if you go back, just keep going back in history. It's pockmarked by which war, who slaughtered who, for what reason. And it goes on for forever. And this is clearly where the materialism of this physical plane is constantly... Uh, dangled in front of people of power. It's like what's going on right now in the United States. The United States has a Pluto return going on. Now, in the tropical systems, it's happening right now. But in the sidereal system, it goes on actually up until 2024. So this is an enigma because you actually get 
two sets of transits when you get an entity that's 246 years old, like the United States. Most human beings see the precession of the equinox is about one degree every 72 years. And for the flat earthers, I still say it's a celestial model. It's it's clearly going on. And the bottom line is most human beings won't live long enough to vary their transits between the tropical sidereal zodiacs by more than a degree, a degree and a half. You'll be 100 and literally you'll, you'll be, what, 135 years old or 100, 105 years old, 110 years old by the time you get a degree and a half out. So some make it that far, but not too many. But um, the I have bottom no line clue is what the, you said right there. I have no what? clue what that. Uh, that's so complex. Okay. What you said well, it right is complex, but here, here's right. why. Yeah. See, if the Earth and well, the solar system moves one degree every seventy-two years, okay, in a lifetime. That's one degree where your transits, if you talk to a Western astrologer using the tropical system, their transits are going to be locked in on this zodiac. If you talk to a Vedic astrologer, you're going to find that they're going to have your transits slightly different the older you get. You see Uh, what I'm saying? Because of precession, because the solar system is moving. So what I'm talking about here is the United States isn't a human being. It's a country. It's 246 years old. Well, the precession is quite a bit. If you divide that by 72, you know, you're talking almost three and a half, four degrees. You see what I'm saying? So that's why what I'm saying here is the United States currently is going here. Let me show you this. This is the United States birth chart. And many astrologers use different one. And anybody listening, they'll say, well, wait a minute, I don't use that one. Well, what we're talking about here, this is named after Ebenezer Sibley. He's a Mason who is believed to have recorded the time at which everybody took their feathers and started digging them into the, you know, ink wells and started signing the Declaration of Independence. This is approximately when he heard the bells ringing and watched everybody starting to sign. So give or take, it's right around 5, 10 p.m. Other people have different dates and times that they use, but I go by this one. And when you're talking about Pluto, it wouldn't matter because Pluto is so, you know, slow. Um, it, it, it's not going to matter that much what time it was. And here's the point. We just had an aspect go by the United States using tropical astrology that basically happened right before the Civil War. Um, The Civil War broke out about a year after Neptune squared Mars and opposed Neptune. That, That means transiting Neptune in the sky was making these aspects to the United States birth chart. And there was a lot of subterfuge going on. And it, a lot of it was the bankers, too, by the way. And then um, and it always is. And then we just had it again. It, it just got over with this spring. Look at what's happening to the country. Soros and his handlers above him, the ones really funding it, have planted district attorneys. They've planted yes. governors everywhere. I mean, there is more carjacking going on, more crime, more innocent people getting killed. And then these kids are literally they have, you know, I just heard this morning the, the governor, I, I'm sorry, the mayor of New Orleans showed up at a court case 
and said, well, I know the kid, you know, shot people and stole a bunch of cars. But guess what? Let's suspend his sentence for for three more years and get back out there, kid, and do a good job. Keep keep doing the crime. And it's insane. It's virtually insane. And then they're assigning people to violin classes, you know, for for murdering people. And uh, it's like. Okay, I get that. It's good that we're trying to maybe modify the the system of corrections, but it's not working. You, you can't kill innocent people and put in place these communists who are trying to destroy the country. And people listening to this go, well, wait a minute. How could they do that? They, they wouldn't do that. Well, if somebody comes up to you and says, here's a half a billion dollars, don't worry, the IRS will forget your name. And you can have the keys, anything you want, as long as you do what we tell you to do. And if you don't do what we tell you to do, we'll kill your family, we'll destroy your life and make your life hell. See, this is why they do it. And a lot of these people, going back to the Nefesh, if you, it's well known in mind control, MK Ultra was all over this. If you take someone and you program them, you just keep hammering away at them and telling them this is your reality it becomes your reality yes you know go watch the village sometime by m night Shyamalan. you know if you believe the guys in the in the suit are, are demons and they're you know so there's no reality there's only perception and that's why uh this world at this time the eclipse points that's these little horseshoes right here see when when whenever the sun and the moon and the earth align we get something known as eclipses everybody knows about eclipses right we either get a new moon or a full moon eclipse well the points at which the orbital trajectories of the sun and the moon and the earth align are called nodes by astrologer the north node and the south node well it's interesting the north node is known as Rahu or the head of the serpent. And Ketu is the south node known as the tail of the serpent, tail of the dragon. This is where the dragon legend comes from. And it's very interesting because you and I will die when Ketu aspects Saturn by progression or transit in the birth chart. I know I've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times. Every time someone exits this body, or as we call death, um, these flesh prisons, we will find the nodes are involved in some very powerful way in Vedic astrology. You won't find this in most of the modern Vedic astrology. See, there's many branches of Vedic astrology. The, the, the one that's I like the more is called Nadi. See, most Vedic astrologers are studying Maharishi Parashara's method or Maharishi Jaimini's, both of which are great. I love them and I use them all the time. But the older one is Nadi astrology. It comes from the Nadi palm leaves in India. Stunning stuff. Can't make this up. And they really clearly had to get this from angels or extraterrestrials and it might have been both because there's no way they sat on mountaintops and camels and figured this stuff out not, not a chance not a chance and uh, I, I know I'll tell you what there's no way I'm still figuring it out and I've been studying this stuff almost 50 years and I'm the more I learn the more humble I get the more I realize this is the code of angels and any honest astrologer will concede that we will never figure out the secret Secrets upon secrets upon secrets encrypted in the soul that causes us to come here and keep coming back here. Um, the religions are totally wrong. The tenets of forgiveness, the tenets of being good, and the tenets of not doing evil sure seem to have an, a really interconnected link to all these etheric energies of karma. And there's some very compelling 
proof of that, in my opinion, in many of the ancient documents. So when when you die stiff-necked in this world, you will be likely stiff-necked in the next. Consciousness seems to be very much um, concretized to the mind and you know scientists will tell us you know well we can we can take a probe and we can you know get inside your brain and the gray matter and make the fingers and the toes move okay that's fine but but you tell me what is taking your free will when you get up and walk across the room and pick up a glass of water or do all the miraculous things we do every day and we don't even think about it with these bodies what is connecting your consciousness to the physical body science tells us oh it's the brain okay fine but what about astral travel what about literally free will connecting that ai will never do what you are able to do Artificial intelligence has to be programmed to do it. It can be programmed to act and it can even learn on a lower level. No question. It can emulate lower level consciousness and logic and, and actually grow and learn. But that's not the same as free will. The free will is, is, is influenced by the upper portions of the spirit, psyche and soul. And we're down here trying to figure this crap out with the lower conscious mind, which actually is believed to form in the womb. So the astrology seems to work through uh, an etheric, very interesting energy. You know, many people out there are saying, well, the planets may be hollow. Well, maybe they are. I think they're portals. Um, they're portals clearly to a, an upper dimension. Even the scientists will tell us, you know, we're not so sure the stars are nuclear anymore. You know, may, maybe they're electric. Maybe may, I mean, you've heard of the electric universe, right? So it's all these theories about the stars, maybe plasma. Well, here's another one that I like to throw up in the air. Maybe they're portals to the upper divine dimensions. And yes. that's why they're so bright. And maybe the planets are too. And clearly there's overwhelming evidence, in my opinion, that the planets are individual matrix modulators to each soul. And Saturn's really seems to play a big portion of it. In fact, in Nadi astrology, they believe Saturn is the purpose of this incarnation. Literally, look at its glyph. It's the cross over the crescent of the moon. See, all these glyphs of the planets are combinations of the sun, the moon, which is the crescent, and the cross, which is the physical four elements of this world. So we are spirit manifest. Dad puts seed where in mom's womb, right? It germinates, and at first breath, it's believed the spirit, psyche, and souls tied to the body until we take the last breath. So all the rest of the planets are a combination of the seed, which is the circle, glyph of the sun, the crescent, which is like the womb and the soil of the earth, and the cross, which is spiritual manifestation into the physical world. Look at Saturn. It's the cross over the crescent of the moon. Previously concretized energies now becoming manifest. And, you know, like I've had some really interesting conversations with very smart psychologists, psychiatrists and therapists. And they're like, hey, there's no logical reason for this person to to do this. And yet we'd find in the astrology, it was like, wow, there this was almost like a spiritual release that the soul had coming. And our free will is up to us whether we grow or 
people do crazy stuff like kill people and steal things or turn to drugs or whatever. I, I just had a, a wonderful client yesterday who committed suicide and, and it was really oh. saddening talking oh. to their family because they're wonderful people. And, you know, it's really tough when you walk in and find, you know, somebody you love Damn. in that condition. Yeah. And I won't mention how, cause it wasn't very pleasant, but you know, this kind of stuff goes on all the time. And the ancient documents talk that we will still stay in the Yetzirah and, and Assaic worlds, which is again, re- reference to the astral planes. It's kind of like the movie with Robin Williams, who also hung himself. Um, basically, what dreams may come. Remember, he was in all oh, those different dimensions. that's a fantastic film. Yeah, that's so Amazing good. movie. Amazing. This stuff is really close to reality. Um, one of my favorite books to mention to people, in fact, to anyone who wants a little more reality of Christianity, go read The Magus of Strovolos. One of my favorite books to recommend because The Magus of Strovolos is about a healer who lived in Cyprus who was probably one of the more powerful and realistic healers who's been publicly aware of, of in the last century. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff about astral travel, who we are, why we're here, and what we're doing here. You know, you, you think about free will. There's never been a time when you and I and everyone else listening had less free will than the parents we were born to. Think about that. I had zero control. I was the wedding president. My, my mom was 17, uh, 16 when she conceived me and 17 when she had me. And um, my dad was just turning 18 and going on 19, would have been 19 uh, shortly thereafter. And uh, interesting uh, why this stuff happens. And, you know, the scientists will tell us, well, there's a flash of light when the, when the ovum is received by the sperm. Well, yeah. And there's no phosphor. There's no LEDs. There's something going on here far beyond the genetics and the physical stuff. And we've got all the demonics right now injecting people with, you know, yeah, all kinds of, okay. you know, mind control uh, stuff like the, um, you know, the, the graphene oxide, which responds quite elegantly to Huawei's, you know, 5G and the rest of the guys with their little joysticks trying to control us. But it's not going to work because I always say God is far above creation. That's and what if I've it been wasn't saying. Yeah, and they say if the seraphims and the cerebums and the throne, the thrones ever stop chanting the permutations of creation, which is exceedingly complex, the entire Yetzirah universes would cease to exist and last to the picosecond they would be gone history so where, where i'm going with all this is yeah evil's here and evil certainly has always seemed to be punching the crap out of creation and not may always will be i don't know uh, hopefully that that sunny day of the thousand years of peace that we hear about will come and it may and it may have something to do with the axis tip of the earth too because they, they said the the moon used to always shine in some of the ancient texts and that may be true because if you alter the angularity of this earth and also the what they call the obliquity it's a fancy term for its angularity of the moon which also is kind of strange just like dark side of the moon said one side faces us and you listen to the morbidness of pink floyd's album which i love that album it's amazing um it's it, it really sheds a lot of interesting lyrics on life on earth you know especially us and them and money and all these great titles of that album it's probably why it's one of the longest selling records in history and still is and uh, amazing because uh if the if the 
axis of the Earth combined with the orbital patterns were to shift, and no scientist drawing breath can tell us why the, the Earth is hanging at a 23-degree, 44-minute angle. There's no guy in the sky with a string holding it around. That's why our seasons happen. And it's very mysterious. It's not gravity. Uh, look at the other planets in the solar system. Their, their astronomy is astounding. And it's like a locked standing wave in physics. And, and I was actually working with... Uh, one of the guys, uh, Robert Hand and, and, and a few other guys who were originally, they did it, I didn't do it, but they, they were designing programs for astrology in computers back in the late 70s. And they were actually working with NASA in some consultation. And NASA said the planetary cycles are not close. They're to the millisecond, to the millisecond. In other words, when you look at the programming of this celestial astronomy we call astrology and that's why i like the old stuff is because they took astronomy and applied it to souls on earth particularly in egyptian and vedic astrology and um it was right on it's it's right on now it, it's this is a synchronized universe that is, is so like a clock it's 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 amazing yeah you have warbles of planets and the earth warbles but it is spot on in its cycles and you can take it to the bank like this and and it and it really extrapolates into events on earth look at the united states i've been warning about this for years and years people would always say to me on radio so jeff what do you think of the mayan calendar and i said not a single thing can't come up with nothing for the mayan calendar save your ammunition save your food and your holes in the ground worry about 220 forward why the saturn pluto conjunction you could have set your watch to it when covid broke out the scamdemic, the plandemic. It, it was right on. I mean, it, that was an element of fascism. 9-11 happened on the Saturn-Pluto opposition. The banks crashed in 2008-9 on the Saturn-Pluto square. And fascism broke out globally on the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in January of 2020. And then we know what happened. Not, not only that, but all kinds of political mayhem happened. And look at what they're doing. Now they're shutting off all the spigots to the petrochemical industry. They're destroying farmers. They're destroying food supply lines, etc. This is no different than Stalin. Stalin said, well, you know, it's a lot of ammo to go out and kill all these guys. Why don't we just starve them out? So this is where they're at. And if they're not stopped, they'll, they'll get their objective. And this guy who's in the White House right now, I mean, he's still vice president. He's vice president of China. He, he's he's China's running this place, and and they are. And the, the globalists are using China as a model. They they want us all with you know, barcodes on our forehead and uh, you know little little stipend accounts that they allow us to buy and not buy what we want. And um, it, it, this is an eerie thing that that could make uh, you know George Orwell look like like a playbook yeah dr and, seuss yeah it's coming but here's what i hope that i'm right about this we may actually see not only the midterm elections but i still think the supreme court's got a few bullets left in its gun and the one thing that's stopping these guys the most is a little document you may have heard of it called the constitution of the united states mm -hmm. and that one 
is is what they hate. They hate it because it allows every man, woman, and child of any race, denomination, and creed to be free. They don't want that. That document stands directly in the path of their globalist agendas. And, you know, they're busy. You know, Thomas Jefferson said it best. He said, if anybody ever gets to print our money, he said, they're more dangerous than any standing army ever will be. And he said those words very much like that. And he's right. And Wilson handed it over to him last century. Yeah. yeah. And these are the owners George Carlin talked about. Forget the politicians. They're, they're dancing to the money. They're dancing to the deals and to the agendas. But where do these trillions and trillions of dollars come from? You know, it's just like monopoly. If they run out, you just print a note, right? right? So, um, and that's, that's where they're at. And I, I can I tell agree. you. I agree. These, Listen, yeah, I totally these agree. These guys are, are intertwined with the demonic race, and they are. Yes. That's what I've been saying. That's why you're here. That's what I believe, that these guys have made deals with these entities, and they're, they're, they are are doing their bidding and it's the only reason that it makes any sense and this is why i'm telling you man they can print all the money they want they can print it all this is not about money everybody this 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 whole thing about like sending money to the ukraine ukraine is a fallen state it's fall it fell months and months and months ago all this military stuff is just money laundering they're just doing that so they could fund the democrats to run for things but they don't need any of the money they don't need, they want to destroy our monetary unit so inflation goes up and brings pain and suffering to us. That's what it's all about to me. This is my opinion, right. dude. They're just making deals with these entities that are trapped here to cause chaos. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's underground bases. There's secret military. There's stuff that is eerie going on right now. The thing that makes me always have a little more hope is that they never seem to be able to carry it all out. I've, I've literally heard guys in the military say, listen, we see light orbs around installations and afterwards stuff doesn't work. Right now, we would kick the crap out of China and they know it. They cannot yeah. win in an iron war with us because the sophistication of the weaponry we have. I mean, our, our 1970s aircraft carriers are more sophisticated than anything on the seas, let alone the new stuff we're putting out in the submarines and the, and the space stuff. But the secret weaponry that we have stunning, stunning. And, and the guys who are going to win are the ones who have the keys to those weapons and in, in that kingdom. And it's very sophisticated. And I'm not so sure it may not be a little more like men in black than we know. Um, not exactly, but like that. There's some really secret stuff going on. And I, I really believe we have a war going on right now between these two factions. It's always been going on. But the astrology is interesting because... You know, there was one, one guy I studied with. He actually did astrology for some of these Rothschild bankers and stuff in London. In London seems to be a real point of power control on this planet in the banking system. Certainly one of them. And um, he, he used to tell me stuff. He didn't tell me a lot, but enough to where there's some heavy-duty stuff going on. These guys never did anything major without waiting for the right time. Yes. That's called Mahurta. Mahurta's 
a strange word called electional astrology. There's a lot of kinds of astrology. See, most of the readings I do are natal and birth chart astrology, which are great because it really shows your personal cycle, location astrology. But interrogation is known. A lot of modern astrologers call it horror. I hate that word. I wish the Latins would have stayed out of that one too. <laughs> but uh, not that I'm against them, but but they, they, they that's a strange word that actually, see, interrogation astrology is answering specific questions about anything. And then the other one is known as electional astrology. This is picking auspicious times. And I do marriage elections. I do buying and selling real estate. It's really amazing. Uh, signing contracts at good times. But the Capitol was actually the cornerstone of our uh, Capitol in Washington was actually laid. This is a Masonic painting of George Washington and everybody else laying the cornerstone of the foundation at a very good astrological time. Benjamin Franklin was totally into this stuff. Um, these Masons and, and these world bankers, why do you think, I mean, COVID didn't just happen. No matter what you believe about COVID, I'm not here to spread any kind of concepts, but the bottom, I don't want to get your show totally banned here, but, but, we know a lot went on. They were urinating down our back and telling telling us it was raining. Right? And th there's no question. A lot of, lot of subterfuge here went on. And, you know, Lord Fauci is riding off into the sunset with his pension, but he clearly lied. There's no doubt about it. He can say whatever he wants. He's a barefaced liar, too. He, without his mask, he lies. So the, the interesting thing is they know these energies are there. You look at 9-11, all the stuff that went on. I always love how Larry Silverstein, wow, we decided to pull Building 7. Yeah. Oh, really? You decided to pull Building 7 during a, a, a terrorist attack. <laughs> okay. See, the boys got in there and laid out the blueprints, planted the charge. Come on. That's a bunch of crap. So they know this stuff, and they are very, very well aware of these astrological points. And it's interesting because the astrology is not controlling us it's energetic points where certain you could say energies hit the earth and they know this and they strike for it they prepare for it they're very well aware of it this this is stuff that these are agendas that have been going on for hundreds of years hundreds of years and the plot never works they cause a lot of trouble to be sure but it never works and why doesn't it ever work is because the divine is higher you know and this is where fear plays in you know if if it would work the spirits would have destroyed us thousands of years ago but they can't they certainly destroy a lot of people and this is interesting because when you look at some of the crap that i've heard going on in these secret societies a lot of them are doing thurgy which is a fancy word uh called high magic where they're summonsing spirits and the problem is they're way past this some of them you know i've actually seen people shapeshift what when you, what? you what? Yeah, what? come on tell us about how that. does it start what do they say something <laughs> what do they shapeshift into well well i was doing some translations in one instance where a guy was uh working with me and i i, I knew he was a really unusual guy i could just feel the energy we get around people like that and i actually saw his hand morph into a claw we were we had some ancient texts and i thought okay jeff you're imagining things you know maybe the coffee's got something in it you know i don't drink i don't do drugs so, so yeah so and then here's what, what really threw me off is he saw that i saw it and he put his hand under the table 
So that's what really made me go, okay. And he got really weird after that. He didn't want to work with me after that. It's like he wanted to get away from me. And I've seen it um, in certain corridors of our glorious um, dream factory called Hollywood, where I've seen actually certain people who have morphed. Um, I saw one guy getting in an elevator one time and he saw that I saw it. And see, that's the thing. It'd be one thing if I saw it and just said, wow, that's pretty weird. But it's another thing when they see that you see it and then they act weird. Yeah, I agree. Now, what is that? Is that, is that just them feeling uncomfortable about being recognized? Is that what that is? Maybe, um, maybe, or they're very, some of these are very adroit, people and it's very interesting stuff because um you know this planet is permeated with a lot of very very interesting beings i'll just say that and um you know most of us never come in in contact with that stuff but but they they literally claim you know like if you listen to the texts like the books of enoch and the nephilim and all these different things and many people have had extraterrestrial encounters and so on and so forth there's a lot more going on here than just life as we know it paying taxes and, and dying um it, it's really a very spiritual place with a lot of energies that are influencing us and and again you know, drugs and alcohol are very dangerous because they open the auras up to that where most of us are very protected um, from this type of stuff. They used to call alcohol spirits. I don't know why they stopped, but it does. It weakens the aura. And uh, I find medications can have that effect on certain individuals that are very, it's, and, you know, the side effects, so they call them, uh, especially when combined with alcohol and other drugs. So, um, Jeff, can I yeah, ask you a question? Yeah, um, yeah sure. So, like I've always had this theory that you know uh, they moved us into um, these big cities because they're like free range uh, reservations. What they did to the native, uh, the indigenous, they're doing to uh, they did to the black community, and then they did now they're doing it to uh, lower and middle class whites. And there's something about like you never hear people seeing Bigfoot in the big city or people getting probed from aliens in the big city or any of that stuff. I know it's uh, that's a joke, but it's like the truth. Like there's something about living in these big cities that an energy force or something that makes it really hard to connect with the rest of the universe. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I, I think the big cities got a lot going on too. People just don't notice it because it's so dense in its energy. But there's a lot of stuff going on in big cities. Um, and I, I really believe the auras of people get possessed by elementals. And read the Magus of Strobilos if anybody wants just a taste of this world. And uh, 30 Years Among the Dead are another book I love to recommend. And Freeing the Captives by Dr. Louis Fry, Louise Ireland Fry. Amazing texts. And, and just touching the surface but yeah i mean i actually saw a guy uh this is in the 70s i was walking up to a friend of mine's house and you know at that time um i was a little taller than i am now but this guy was huge i mean he was huge um you know i, I was probably a little over six three at the time and he this guy dwarfed me and i mean he moved so fast i it was it was at dusk at night and um it was in the uh, late spring where there was 
kind of thawing in snow. We get a lot of snow up in northern Wisconsin. And it was right by the upper peninsula of Michigan. So it was way up in the woods. And this guy saw me and froze. And he was huge. I mean, he had to be at least eight feet tall. I mean, I felt like a mouse next to him. And he moved so fast. He ran through dense brush that I don't think a deer could have gotten through it. Never made a sound. And of course my friends were all playing cards. So up on the hill. So I got to their house and I told them about it. Next thing you know, Billy Joe Bob and everybody get the shotgun and they were on the pickup trucks looking for them. It's crazy. And I told you it was like Dukes of Hazzard where I grew up. <laughs> Anyways, the, the bottom line was, um, we, we couldn't find them. We did see tracks, huge tracks. Did you get a smell? And, um, did you get a What's certain that? smell? They the always, smell? Yeah, they always said there's there's like this, this certain smell of Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. Is oh, smell. I didn't smell anything. No, I didn't smell anything. Who knows? Maybe I didn't take a shower that day. But yeah, I didn't <laughs> smell a thing. But uh, <laughs> it was um, clearly, I mean, and I, that's not the first time I've seen that. I've actually seen, I had a motorcycle shut down once. Um, there's a little town called Saner, Wisconsin. It's way up there. And um, I was cruising at about 3.30 in the morning, coming home from a girlfriend's house. And... This motorcycle is an old beat up 650 Triumph and it died. It just died. And I had seen flashing lights over on another lake because, you know, there's a lot of lakes. I was running the lake shores coming home. And um, then it, I, the bike died. And at the time I had a big lighter and I, I checked the fuses and everything was fine. Battery was totally dead. I mean, like no power at all. This thing just died. And then I pushed it down to a friend's house and said, Hey, you know, you know, I don't want to keep it on the road. And, um, I woke him up and he's, he's the one to notice. He said, wow, he said, look at those lights up over, over the tree. I said, yeah, that's the same thing I was seeing. So I didn't think anything. He gave me a ride home, kept the bike in, you know, outside his garage. Next morning I went over to the pickup truck to pick it up. And, um, I figured, well, you know, I'll give it a try. And I fired it up, boom, ran like a top. I mean, like totally charged battery. And uh, it was amazing. And, uh, you know, because that, that was a kickstart bike, and I, I, it didn't even have enough power for the Magneto to, to kickstart it. It was just dead. And the next morning, it was totally charged. And I've seen so many things like that. I've had missing times uh, where you end up somewhere else, and I've had people, like, in the car with me, and they say, wow, this is weird. How the hell we get here? I say, yeah, it's weird. And, yeah, look, it's 20 minutes later. So, so, you know, this kind of stuff, there's all kinds of things going on on this planet that is inexplicable. And, you know, Dr. John... John Mack, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. I got a chance to meet him. He was one of the most famous psychiatrists. We actually met out in Malibu with my wife, Camille, years ago. And he was mysteriously killed in, in England, crossing a road. Shouldn't have happened. Very weird. But he was one of the few psychiatrists who had published a lot of work. M. Scott Peck did the same thing, too, in the, in the road less traveled. People may have heard of People of the Lie. Um the, the very famous books and very famous psychiatrists and all came to the same conclusion that, wow, these people aren't lying. This, this stuff actually happened. There's, there's truly phenomena going on here that is not delusional. And, um, and, and it's interesting because M Scott Peck was, he was met by Malachi Martin, who was an exorcist for Rome. And Malachi Martin said, they're trying to kill me. He said, I know they're trying to kill me because they don't want me giving out this information. And the they was the clerk and hierarchy in Rome. Uh, he said, you know, some of them are really demonic. And um, not all of them, but some. I agree with that. Yeah. I completely agree with that.
Yeah. Jeff, I want to ask you. As the uh, world turns, yes. Uh, you on uh, Zero, when you came on my uh, other show, you gave me the date of December 26 as a day in America that you think is going to be a really interesting day. Uh, could you get more into the astrology of the United States and yeah. what that date means to you? Well, it, that came from naughty astrology. I, I don't know that I, I, I can't remember that I said that date exactly, but you can see this is my chicken scratch here. This, I, there's no astrology programs that really do a naughty, naughty astrology correctly. Um, so I have to do it by hand. So this is the United States, what we call birth chart on this big box here in the center. And I know it's kind of complex, but on the outer bands, we have the Saturn progressions, which literally, if, if this is correct, July 4th of 2022, which just went by us, was a very significant time where it throws the United States in a 30-year cycle of Saturn, the planet of karma, releasing over what we call the air trine of the United States. The plain English on that, there's a lot of really powerful planets and energies in here that are going to really be uh, an interesting thing to see in the United States. And I think they're setting us up for some very explosive and crazy stuff here down the line. And I think it's coming up uh, real soon. Um, this midterm elections, they're going to try and win it like they always do by skewing the polls and, and manipulating the machines and the mail-in ballots. I mean, look at Gascon here in uh, California. They just mysteriously said, well, 300,000 bolts are just not accurate. Yeah, right? can you believe that? Yeah. Did you guys well, hear and, that? And yeah, yeah, their mail-in ballots are always accurate uh -huh. So um, when they want it to be. So this is very transparent. This, they, they own this place. George Carlin was right. They own this place. And when you own the judicial and law enforcement agencies, DOJ and the Federal Bureau of Insanity, yeah. that clearly you can do anything you want. I well, mean, they here's just the hope for that. the United States. What's that? They just ruled that. They just ruled that 30% of the signatures weren't real. So they're throwing them out, which allows him to stay in office. Can you believe that? Like, why aren't people losing their skulls right now? What are they going to do? Quit their jobs and go protest? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the I problem. You're going to stand outside of some courthouse that doesn't care if you're there and they'll just call the police and haul you away for, for violence. You know, so this is. There's got to be a breaking point. This war is. This war is going on on a much higher level in different places. And the real strategic genius of the founding fathers, even though I know a lot of people don't agree with what the Supreme Court just did, and that's all fine because you know I'm not going to get into opinions on that. But I would also say that, that they're not done. And this is why they may have a real strategic point and what what i'm about to show you see right here at 246.5 years now in plain english that just means six months half a year's 0.5 246 and a half years from the july 4th birthday of the united states jupiter forms a very powerful aspect to the united states water trine plain english we could actually see not only do the midterms tip things, but in, in, in the, they're going to skew the polls, guaranteed. They're going to play their games. They're going to do their same manipulation through the, the, the voting machines and the software, you know, manipulation. But, but if it's so overwhelming, they can't. So what I like here is the Supreme Court 
could come through with some adjudicational things. Uh, and I've been hearing about this. I don't really want to get into what I'm hearing, but come on, let's hear well, it. could be very powerful for what's happened here with the past two years with the Biden administration. It could be potentially some things that are laid upon their desk that they can actually adjudicate that the criminals in, in, in Washington, also known as the District of Criminals, Washington, D.C., that they can't do anything about. Uh, they, they, they could be disempowered. Um, see, one of the things that's interesting is presidential inaugula- inaugurations have a lot of secrets to what happens. Biden's inauguration, this is when Biden stood up and raised cool. his right hand um, either the real one or the fake one, and and basically took the oath. And here's what's interesting. See, this is Washington, D.C., District of Criminals, right here, January 20th of 2021, right at 1148 a.m., he was signed in. Okay, so every presidential inauguration, the Masons always made sure that the sun was close to the midheaven, brings power. But notice what's up there when Slide and Biden was put in. We had Pluto right at the midheaven. So what is that? Again, more manipulation, domination, power plays, etc. Here's the biggest thing is by primary, the the moon was squaring the sun, not a good omen. Um, And secondly, the sun is conjuncting Saturn, the planet of karma, which means I don't think Biden's going to play his term out, even though right now it doesn't look like it. It looks like we're going to live with it. But but I think something's going to be very disruptive with this administration uh, very soon, because in the third year is when it really gets bad. Well, when does that start? That starts this January. So that's also when the astrology of the United States has Jupiter, the, the saving grace, the planet of glory happen. So um, it, it's it's we'll see what happens here. But I don't see it in Sliden Biden. Also, when you look at his birth chart in Vedic astrology, Biden has he hits a Saturn 19 year period starting when right here. The 13th of wait a minute, is that Joe? Uh, yeah, right here. The um, September 13th, which is just next month of 2022, if this birth time is right, give or take, this guy is going to hit a very rough period starting this uh, fall. And also, his health should really begin to fail even more. I mean, he's got cognitive issues. He can't, he can't focus on anything. He can't even tie his shoe, even if um, you know Harris is helping him. But, but it's really going to, I think, increase because Saturn this January transits his particular south node in his birth chart. Plain oh English, this, this guy is hitting rough water, really rough water. And um, he make yeah, it out? I, Does he I, make it out? Uh, he he he's going to be in very rough water physically and I think legally. Things are going to come come undone for him. Um, and and God help us if Harris gets in there because she'll be worse. She'll do the same thing he's doing. All uh, she's got to do is read the pro- teleprompter and everything goes on. The I way mean, she she is. I mean, she to me, she's just like the elites telling us: no matter what we want, they get it in the end. She was polling the lowest out of anybody in the Democratic yeah. Party, and they got her in as vice president because they were just telling us: hey, yeah. we run this shit. You you have zero say in anything. It was a power play move, 
They own this place. They own it. They own it. You, You know, just I always like to do a mathematical exercise for people on the air. If you take a calculator. Okay, there's 60 seconds per minute, right? So multiply that times 60, you'll get what there is in an hour, right? And then if you multiply that times 24 is a day and that times 365 is, is a year. Just keep it simple. You don't know, have to get exact. So at 40 years old, you're just a little over a billion seconds old. At 80, you're about 2 billion seconds. Guess how long a trillion seconds is? I, I still am amazed. I've done the math 100 times. It's stunning. A trillion seconds is 11,700 something odd years. Okay. I mean, so that gives you a little concept of what a trillion dollars is. And these people are throwing trillions around right now, like they're hundred dollar bills. So, you know, who's got this kind of collateral? Nobody, but, but the bankers, you see, they, 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 I, I swear to God, there's no way. And the influences and the power are more than just money. This is some very powerful occult esoteric stuff that's going on. And these people get really compromised. We hear these stories where many of these people are put in very crazy situations sexually or ritually and they're videotaped and they're forced and saying, you know, this will be released on you or the best one is we'll kill your family, you know? So, um, the coercion is rampant and, um, they have spent fortunes infiltrating this country and they have, and, and, it is mayhem. They want it like escape to New York. They want this place. I, I wouldn't put them past nuking a city. I really wouldn't. They're already setting all these little things up. Just listen to the news. You can hear it. Well, there could be a dirty bomb, right? Could be this, could be that. See, so, so they have 25 scenarios they can pull out of the hat anytime they want and do it. And then, of course, martial law will ensue. And then, you know, hey, folks, we got to get your money and get you all on on. Uh, on our digital cryptocurrency, uh, the one we issue that that allows you to go to certain places and not, and you don't eat unless we tell you to. So this is a very, very precarious and dangerous time. And I think the astrology of 2020 ushered it in just like everyone thinks nine 11 was just Ben Laden in the, in the, in the picture show we saw in New York, but which killed a lot of innocent people, sadly, but it, brought a lot more than that. Look at the Patriot Act. Look at all the invasions into privacy and all the billions that were spent in technological equipment. It's like enemy of the state. Anything you and I say on a telephone text is parsed by huge acres of mainframes underneath the ground in various places of this country and other places of the world. They don't have anybody listening to your conversation. You don't need to. They have a computer program that parses. Oh, they don't care where you shop. They care what you think. What, what do you what do you talk about? What do you do? Like this show, guaranteed, if we're on Zoom, wave hi to your friends in China and some of the other folks over there, um, you know, in the NSA, because everything you say is parsed, categorized and databased. They can pull up a file on every single person. They know your basic habits. They're, they're uh, and not to scare people. But if you own a digital TV and you're hooked up to cable, you, you got a two way street. you got a camera and a oh, microphone yeah, right in every room. Weird. Yeah, for sure. and, and you're carrying one around with your phones, your uh, iPhones, your droids, your that's everything. That's why I put on a shelf. <laughs> Two-way street. Two-way street, baby. They I, can see every they know everywhere you go. They know everything you do. I mean, it's a police state. This technology is setting us up 
for a flesh prison. They, they truly are. And you've got these people. This is what infuriates me about that, though. You've got these people who say, well, I don't do anything wrong. What do I care if people watch? That's a really common uh, belief that's held by a lot of people. I, I never do anything yeah. wrong, so why do I care if they're yeah, watching? Yeah, it's so funny because right. that well, just true, blew man. up in their faces right now with yeah. this vaccine. I mean, of course. The health, the, 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 they're talking about like in 10 years, one in three is going to face like, beyond, like fatal health uh, problems. So it's like it's oh they already are they already I, I have so many doctors that are really smart people I mean uh, you know again I can never mention names but I have one individual who is a really really top surgeon he's like extremely vital to the the government military uh, surgery stuff and he will not touch this uh, so many others that are in very well established positions. And they know what's in it. They know. They know that there's different versions. They know the graphene oxides in it, the mRNA stuff. They, they know what it does. I'm talking to people, and you know, and you see it on the internet where they're pulling stuff out of people's veins. It's yep. like latex. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Kidney problems, cardiovascular problems, mental problems. Oh, it just goes on and on and on and on. And, um, and let's not forget they're still pushing it to kids. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you still have yeah. these these woke teachers demanding vaccinations, even though the CDC has now said there's no difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated. They don't yeah. care. It means nothing. They're possessed. They don't care. They're yeah. possessed. Well, it's and, an agenda to, to kill off people. It truly is. I mean, look, look at you got Klaus Schwab. You got uh, all, all these other pundits out there and and uh, Soros and the rest. Wow, we need to get rid of half the population. Oh, oh, really? As long as it's not you, right? So, I mean, that's why the United States Constitution is probably one of the finest documents ever drafted for humanity, at least in history as we know it. And they have been busily short-circuiting that thing, and the Patriot Act was part of it, and so is many other things. And the, the you know, and if it's not upheld, if this country falls, the world's in deep stuff. It really is. Look what they're doing in Canada right now. It's horrible. I know police officers up there. I know many people in the petrochemical industry as clients, and they're telling me the stuff that's going on. It's scary. It's really, really scary. And they're doing it here. They're just doing it much more subtly. And, you know, that's why shows like this educate people because, you know, we're, I mean, we're, we're in a time that we've never seen before. You know, I went back in the astrology, the Roman Empire, which was formed about 30 BC, something like that, give or take. Um, at 250 years, that's when it broke up. Okay. And then it actually lasted for another approximately 240 something years. And that's when it officially dissolved. But see, the United States has a Pluto return, and they can demean Pluto all they want from being a planet. But it certainly shows up clearly as what you know is going on to this country. It's a destructive, divisional process, and we're not in Roman times anymore. I mean, when you look at the sophistication of society and how centralized it is with the food production, the fuel production, the roads, the automobiles. It's really something else. And then the legal system, which has now been infiltrated. I mean, the American legal system is the finest system money can buy. If you got the money mm -hmm. and you can get the right law firms, you can shoot somebody in the head and get away with it. Uh, look, look at OJ. And, and this stuff 
you know, it's really a shame because the legal process is actually a really wonderful process in and of itself. But when you look at how sophisticated these law firms can bend things around, I mean, the other day, I shouldn't mention this, in Beverly Hills, we actually heard a guy on a phone, uh, a friend of mine communicated this, and it was apparently an attorney talking on the phone. He says, the jury believed me. The jury believed every lie I told, and we won. Didn't yep. think anybody was listening. Yep. So, yeah, this, oh, God, this stuff goes on all the time. I mean, when you look at, I mean, I used to do forensics work, and I've seen pedophiles and child, you know, really nasty people walk out the door because some slick defense attorney was able to prove the search warrant didn't have every I and T dotted, you know, correctly crossed and dotted. And they walked out the door free. And so justice in reality is not a part as much of the legal systems as it should be, even though those checks and balances are good. But it's all about procedure. And to the poor people who don't have the ability to hire a slick, sophisticated law firm, you must have a steamroller coming over you. That I mean, they will wipe the average person out. I've got clients who've been charged by the government. What do you think is going on right now with 80, almost 90,000 IRS agents? You go up against the government. They say, well, you, you tax evasion. <laughs> Good luck. You, you better, you better duck and, and weave because pay your taxes because they're going to come after That's people. That's one rule I follow all the time. Pay. I pay. I'll go, add a couple too. bucks onto that. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's tip them. Tip the IRS. Take yeah. them, send them some cookies. Thank them for their time. Hey Jeff, quick question: uh, Is uh, mm. Civil War anywhere in there? I mean, you bought you bought up uh, Rome falling down. I've fallen. I, I don't no see Civil see War like, before like, that. Uh, it may already be happening on a level that's much different. Um, I, I don't. I don't see a Civil War. I mean, this is not going to be fought with guns and ammo um, and and rioting. It's just not going to happen. Mm -mm. No. In fact, if anything, I, I kind of see a saving grace here. And I keep seeing it every time. I, actually, you can see on the screen what I just did. I just cast a chart to your question. That's called interrogation. You can look right here. August 24th. That's today's date. I'm out here in California, right? Pacific Daylight Time. This time. 241 and here I'll, I'll even type it in there so um yeah according to this um here hang on see see what you do you just cast a chart for the moment um any chance i just type it in only so i know what the consciousness around no me was. no no uh spaces just one word well, I, I do that just to cram it in. Any okay. chance of civil war? Um, yeah, I mean this. This is just a. It's kind of like a notepad that you do on astrology. So, and then I cast it. See, the Lord of the Ascendant is Jupiter, and the Lord of the Ascendant Jupiter is in the fourth, being trined by the Moon, which means not in the sense that we've ever seen in the past mm -mm, this is totally different now you didn't put the word war in does that affect it you put any chance no. of civil oh, no. that doesn't no, affect it, it? no whatever um, yeah and i always clean these up when i save them because a lot of times in Just sessions no people will ask me questions you know am i gonna is oh. so and so playing around on me or is 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 you know whatever you know where's okay. my keys where's my cat so yeah you add this in later see that's the mystical thing about interrogation astrology interrogation astrology is literally conscious it's, it's it proves the universe is an interactive consciousness 
Because what you're doing is the eastern horizon at the moment in time you cast the chart becomes the querent. Well, right now that querent was you. You know, you asked the question. So the eastern horizon, and, and you were asking on behalf of the collective country you were saying are we we meaning the country going to have a civil war so the eastern horizon becomes the querent and the that sagittarius the lord of the ascendant is jupiter and it's aspected by a trine you can see right there 3a16 from the moon plain english not likely trouble yes but uh more crime yes um i i really think this this war is going on in a place far above where where anybody's going to know it the 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 news is you know the, the teleprompter readers in front of the cameras are are only reporting what they're told to report there's a few independent reporters i personally think tucker carlson's a national treasure i mean he at <laughs> least he's putting out some common sense and okay. bringing up issues in an almost irrefutable way but uh, he's probably the only one out there the rest of them are just complaining uh some of them are good but um What's good is is uh, this leans towards a very confusing time with a lot of tension, but I, I tend, and this is what the astrology would say, I tend to lean towards, we're going to have some divine intervention here. And, and that's not just hopium. I, I actually think that that's supported. And I've repeatedly had people ask that because people are worried right now. I mean, we got hundreds of thousands of people pouring over the border. And it's not just a bunch of people looking for asylum. There's some very questionable dudes coming some across Some bad hombres, bro. Yep. Bad hombres. The They're all exceed cousins. That, that's, that's past Mexico. Yeah. That's, that's down there. Well, they're saying a lot of the people coming in aren't even Mexicans. They're from uh, yeah, even right. Salvador, uh, Gu yeah. Guatemala, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Well, in the Middle East and everything else, yeah. And, that's you know, you, don't, you just watch Rambo First Blood. You can see what one guy who knows what he's doing can do to a town. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, you get the wrong dudes funded with the right stuff. Look at what this Antifa and uh, BLM did in, in 2019. I mean, in 2020, they, uh, 2019 especially. I mean, you can really create dissension. This is what Hitler did. He sent all kinds of people around. They studied where the water supplies were. They studied where the power grids were and everything. And when they would attack, they'd really come in. The Romans used to do that. The Romans would sit outside a city before they'd sack it. And they did a ritual to chase away the guardian angel of the city and then they would attack and they would study or all the infrastructure was how to strike and just take it down i think that's what the the whole new one world order is doing to the united states right now they're infiltrating every crevice of power structure and key structural points in society you can't get worse than defunding police uh district attorneys governors who have the judicial power sometimes more than judges to to make things go one way or another maybe not as much as a judge but there it's really creepy what's happening to this country it really is well, i thought the new world order was globally. the united states no dude Damn. it's it's probably it's, rome it's it's uh so the city of london it's it's like it's black nobility. It's like way, way, way beyond the, any borders, dude. It's, it's been. Yeah. It's. But no, I for sure thought they, the United States was already taken. Already fallen. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think. I, I personally think you're seeing giant 
uh, pushbacks. That's my opinion. Whatever Trump Me represents, too. I don't know. He could be a Trojan horse. He could be, as one of my other guests said, being um, being positioned to be the savior that we all run behind. I don't know, dude. Uh, I think well, people- Biden, Biden is the Trojan horse. I'm glad you brought that up. Biden is the Trojan horse. He is the Trojan horse for the new one world order. He really is. And I, I believe that just like 9-11, they had to get their guy into the White House, and that was George Bush and Dick Cheney to make 9-11 go off right. And then just this COVID and all this New right. World Order stuff, they had to get Biden in. They do that. And, like, I think all elections are rigged, but this one, like, they when are. they really need their guy in, it's more blatant yeah. than ever. And they... And they don't care. I do believe awareness is higher than ever. And people start to wake up to this stuff. And I think people are realizing that the way to take this to to battle back is local. I, I, I we got to get uh, we got to do a show on this bullshit with this D.A. that just happened that they like oh, yeah. we, we have to do Amazing. a show and wake people up to it because that well, even is, even gruesome's re recall was the same thing. They rigged that, too. It's just ridiculous, dude. It's yeah. it's uh it's crazy times, man. But I'm really happy we did this episode because I I, I everything you've talked about. What Johnny? I just, I just want to, before before we wrap up, I have a couple. Okay, questions. go on. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, earlier, uh, you kind of touched on this briefly, and I just wondered if you could uh, expound a bit on what what the heavenly bodies actually are, the stars and the planets. Uh, <sighs> what your thoughts on that are. Well, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I, my opinion is they are literally angelic modulators. They're multidimensional switches. You know, science will look at planets and say, well, there's gas and mass and, you know, gravity and this and that and all that, which all may be true on the physical plane. But, but I think they are much more uh, portals. And, and in fact, in, in Vedic astrology, there's ancient scriptures known as the Upanishads. It's very analogous to some of the Western things. The, these are kind of like uh, gospels or, if you will, uh, certain areas of the prophets and saints in the, in the Old Testament and the Torah. But um, the Upanishads are very cryptic and the problem with the Upanishads is they're translated of ancient Tamil and Sanskrit. So they become even more mishmashy and obscured of what they really meant. But they're all coded in the Tamil, the Sanskrit. Um, and they actually say the word planet, which is called graha in Sanskrit, means Caesar or grasper of the aura. Now, you think about that. That's pretty blatant right there, that this is not what we're told it is you know you know great you can fire a rocket off and plant something on it and take pictures of it but what's really going on i mean if, if that's where i was in the mid 70s my mother had said you know jeffrey this girl's like this and blah 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 and i'd go okay wow that's right on how did you how did you know that what did you do talk to her no chart. no i got her chart i'm like okay you got her chart. Let, let's see this crap, you know? And then huh. the more I looked at it, I went, wow, this is really accurate. You're right. And then 
You know, I, I, Dr. Claude Swanson, who was a really good friend of mine, God bless him, he just died. He was in, uh, he worked for DARPA and, um, you know, United States government, all that, Department of Defense. And uh, Claude wrote some really compelling stuff. And I had some good interviews I'm going to be putting up on him. When I lived in Tucson, he and I would get together and I'd say, God, Claude, that's profound. Can I turn the video camera on? And so I got a lot of his video. And he would talk about exactly what you're asking. He's like, like you know, how do, the, how do the planets actually have any effect? Is it grass? No, he would take and put physical models. He, he said there's something going on in hard science that would be called torsional waves. OK, but the rabbit hole goes way, way deeper because now when you start looking at the ancient texts of astrology that are really compelling, you start getting a much more sophisticated thing. See, each planet will will literally have what what is called a um an angel spirit and intelligence see look at mars the this is the uh they call it gebura in the aramaic and hebrew this is the archangel kamiel well look at what's underneath it mars rules what the color red bowls are tough right red charge and then pine pine has been used in pine saw for cleaners but tobacco every general Every tough guy in the mob, what are they doing? They're puffing on a cigar. Isn't that interesting? That real tobacco, not the saltpeter crap they put out today, okay. but the real tobacco is representative of Mars. Now, we also know many older ladies get accused of loving lavender. I love lavender because it <laughs> rules the moon. In fact, if, if anyone has a child, just put a little lavender on their pillow. They go right to sleep. See, lavender calms the emotion look at the archangels all these different indications now so you got left brain science trying to use gravity and torsional waves and all this stuff which that's way down here and then you go to the ancients and they're saying well there's all these angels and all these spirits and all these intelligence they have names I, I could we could sit here all day i could yank stuff out and show them to you it's not my innovation this is what the ancients knew and this is not a theory this is you know fact and then i can go to the psalms and say well look in this psalm here this is the name of this angel encrypted in this verse which is kind of nonsensical when you read it in english but yet it means this angel who's the gatekeeper of the 72 angels that rule the firmament you see so this stuff goes way down the rabbit hole way past what me or anyone else is ever going to know i just humbly submit that there is something very sacred and very powerful going on on this planet that is far, far, far beyond, you know, you're a Pisces and an Aries and rocks and gravity and planets. It's, it's, it is a matrix, clearly. In fact, again, the Vedic astrologers really had it right. They said, we are spirit manifest. Look at a tree. How can you take a little thing that's this big, throw it in the ground, and then 20 years later, you're looking at huge limbs and trees, you know, and, and same thing with an animal. I mean, this applies to the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, and the mineral kingdom, as well as the human kingdom. <clears throat> and this stuff was well known. Like, watch, if you get back into the ancient worlds, they all knew that the air was permeated by fairies and the undines is kinetics and heat is fire. And the undi uh, the undines were water. So you had the sylphs, which was the air, the undines, uh, water. And then you had the gnomes, which the earth spirits. Now, a lot of people say, well, this is just stuff that we, we watch as little kids. Really? Um, 
why can you take billions of tons of pollution that go into the air? Where's it going? You know, I don't see anything on the ground. There's no steam shovels picking it up and burying it. The, 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 the earth is, an, is a magical processing system of life. It's a spiritual vibratory energy ball. And the planets are modulating these divine energies. And they seem to be mixed with good and evil. Every planet has a spirit to the good, a spirit to the Duality. evil. Yeah, it it's a reality a ball, machine though. is what it is. Right. It's a reality machine. Uh, one one other thing. Now, you mentioned earlier that uh, I guess resurrection is possible for seven years, but you but the soul doesn't return. But you said the spirit and the psyche do. What What's the distinction between the spirit and the soul? That was my question. Well, that's deep stuff. And it's, again, beyond what anyone drawing breath is ever going to know. But one of the better models in this is this comes from Egyptian Chaldean and pretty much the Hebrew, which is really good. Um, the nefesh is known as the lower conscious mind, which is, again, very plastic. And it's really formed, they say, during this incarnation, which isn't us. It's the egoic sense of this existence of self. And then there's the rosh, which is the spirit, which is sustaining the body and also very mysteriously interacting through consciousness. And then there's a strange word called Neshma, which is the believed to be the karmic, uh, you could say, lower portion of the upper soul. And then you have this word, Haya, which is where the human spirit, which is different than the lower spirit, operates. There's all these different names. And then you have the upper divinity of the soul. So, you know, it's very, very complex stuff. And, you know, again, diagrams like this help us to to um, understand it in an easier way. This big thick dash line is kind of the demarcation between what psychology and psychiatry might call the conscious mind below this big thick dash line. And this up above is the so-called subconscious mind. But in these models, it's much more diverse. Uh, you, you got the present personality, which is really deductive reasoning and what we think. Anytime I hear someone say, well, I believe. Well, okay. I, I, I'm very careful what I believe because belief is in some ways an acqui acquiescence to, well, that's my opinion. Okay. Well, fine. We all have a free will right to that, but that doesn't make it true. You know, just like if, if the opinion of someone is, you know, we should kill off certain classes of people and keep other ones, right? Well, okay, that's their belief. That's what they've been programmed to believe. Is it reality? No. So reality is somewhere floating in between our perception of our beliefs and reality and what universal reality might be. Well, that's deep stuff. And, and long story short, this karmic planet seems to be a lot to do with Saturn. Saturn might be the karmic gunny sack we drag around. And that's the so-called conscious or moral influences or immoral influences that we all seem to have bleeding down into this reality and world we call life. So yeah, when, when people are resurrected, it's very fascinating stuff. And, and I could talk about a lot of books that, 
talk about this where literally certain souls keep coming back until they purify and rectify the soul. The earth appears to be like a grounding rod, like a capacitor's grounding rod. It's really pretty wild. And the astrology is not us, nor is it predicting the future, but it certainly shows energetic points in time. Like the industrial revolution was to the, like a, to the T you know, nobody can say, well, the Industrial Revolution started right here with this invention. It was a collective series of scientists and people coming through with innovations. It was a collective consciousness that really pervaded the 1700s with steam and electricity and, and really grew right up through the 18 and 1900s. It was amazing where we've come since the 1700s. And that was shown by the Jupiter-Saturn great conjunction in the fire sign. Then on the winter solstice of of 2020 we ushered in a high-tech revolution and what's interesting is they seized upon that now whatever you say will will cut you off we'll turn you off of facebook we'll turn you over this so they know this they, they're very well aware of these energy points but on the positive side this also means like you were saying consciousness is growing people's awareness are also coming up at the same point as that evil it's always like that it just seems to be a balance beam between creation and destruction and uh we're part of that and that's why i really think the more we realize what we think and what we believe really does matter and um i i think this is a time where people's awareness voting is certainly one thing and also just not being in a place of fear really has a great effect on the conscious directions of this planet because all the great saints and prophets used to say that when the when the despotic popes would say well you're being charged from for heresy we're going to skin you alive we're going to burn you at the stake we're going to peel you you know down and dip you in vats of oil and they did these people were hideous some of them you know put spike boots on you and make you confess like the chinese are doing right now when they roll people out in front of cameras and meet you're wrong come on that wasn't good enough beat them some more and now run them back out there and do it again and that's what they're doing. Um, and, and it's no different. This stuff has been going on for thousands of years. And the more we stay in our space and know we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And you can't, you can kill this. This is going to die. This meat suit I'm wearing, I guarantee you, I will take the pipe sooner or later, just like everyone else will. But, but the spirit psyche and soul does not. And I believe the game here is realizing that that's when we win and the spirits lose the evil ones. That's it right there. What about the, uh, the Carlin story real quick? uh, Yeah, I know you, we've had you for a while. Tell us the Carlin story. Yeah. I met George on a, on a movie soundtrack a long time ago. I was working with Greg Morris from mission impossible. Great guy. And uh, poor Greg had uh, brain cancer at the time. So um, I was working on in a studio, right in Westwood. And uh, it didn't sound good. I was playing on a guitar and, and uh, I said to the studio manager, I said, you know, this place doesn't sound as good as it could. I said, you know, I, I do microphone preamp mods. And he said, well, let me talk to the owner. So the owner was George Carlin's daughter, Kelly, and of course, George. And um, and the office manager, they were all kind of involved with it. And uh, that's how I met George. And then one day he said to me, 
Jeff, he says, you need any filing cabinets? I said, yeah, I can always use filing cabinets, George. Good, get them out of here because I'm getting new ones. Okay. So I get them back to the office, right, in, in Beverly Hills at the time. This is the early 90s, right when OJ killed, you know, around in the <laughs> um, and, and the bottom line was um, I found this Pendaflex with all these $100 bills in it in a folder, right? So me being the guy I am, I went back to George. I said, George, you know, you left all this money in here. And he swipes it out of my hand. He goes, where in the hell did you grow up? You know, because I was supposed to steal it, right? And uh, so he says, well, here, you get to have 100 bucks for being uncommonly honest. And that's my story. So I, I didn't think wow. anything of Carlin's filing cabinets until he died in 2008. And I remember I was working on a project and, you know, George Carlin just died at, uh, you know, Santa Monica Hospital. And uh, I thought, wow, you know, that's really a piece of history. And I got three cabinets and I keep all my clients in them. And, you know, that doesn't mean much, but I thought it was pretty cool, you know. I because, think it's very uh, cool. I got to see him live one time. It was very oh, wow. interesting. Oh, uh, was he, was he like in that what year? Yeah, genius. What? Genius. What year was it? Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah, it was like right towards the end, dude. Damn. Uh, in the I got to record in the studio. Him the time. Time. Did you still? Was he still? Did he have it together still? Because I liked him at the end. I liked his. Later well, I, I will always find that for the most part, a comic's best special is when he's passing, when he knows that the end is near and there's nothing to worry about. There's no right. like, what are you going to cancel me? Yeah. Now we saw what's his face on Netflix. That was the only one I did. Wasn't uh, Norm Norm McDonald. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's hard to call that a special. No, I mean, it's, it's hard because yeah. he, he's doing it into a computer like this, but yeah, like, no audience to I mean. go on stage and just like really let it go. Bill Hicks, you know, oh, dude, George when Hicks, Carlin. When Hicks knew he was dying, yeah, he was... it was just <laughs> unfiltered. Yeah. the crackings, bro. And it was great. <laughs> Jeff, I got to be honest with you, man. Yeah. This is one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. Oh, thank and, you. And, and thank by you. the way, congratulations. You are our 600th yeah. episode. Oh, amazing. Uh, we oh, got, wow. Yeah, wow. 600 episodes. Yeah. Go, yeah. And you know what's really crazy is this show is still growing which is nuts for a show that has been around for, for 600 episodes. And uh, great. the yeah. planets just aligned that you'd be our 600 episode. And I knew when we inter when I interviewed you, John Zero, that you'd be perfect for the show and you did not disappoint. So before we go, Jeff, one more time, tell them where they can find you. And, and I know, I know you do readings. Tell, tell uh, our listeners a little bit about it. Cause I'd love to be able to send you, uh, some of our listeners, we call them the swarm. I'd love to send the swarm your way because uh, yeah. for to um, send you uh, to get some of your uh, magic. So where where can they find you and what services do you offer? Yeah, well, the the best way to get to me is Jeff at jeffharman.com. That's H-A-R-M-A-N.com. And uh, thank you for that. But, but I'll tell you, uh, right now is an exciting time to do readings for me because um, Zoom, I mean, it used to be years ago, people would walk out of my office, you know, with a stack of papers and a cassette tape that was whirring away. Now you can sit in the comfort of your home anywhere in the globe. I mean, I'm so blessed to have clients everywhere, like in South America, Asia, Europe, here, so many great places and, and to meet all these people. And you get to record it on your computer and watch it over and over again. And one of the things that I love to do for people is location astrology. You see, location astrology. Astrology, literally each person drawing breath will have very specific energies and ley lines that are specific to them. And this is 
just amazing because a lot of folks today they're escaping from Alcatraz and their crazy, you know, burning city and they want to go to someplace nice or they're looking at relocating or they want to know what it's like where they're at. Sometimes where people are at is wonderful. I tell a lot of people don't move. You're in a great spot. And um, you have transits and progressions going through the Vedic astrology. I'm always pleased when I can tell people good news and I'm always not pleased, but I'm, I'm all also liking when I can warn someone of challenging times that they can make better. And in my own life, I'm really amazed. That's what sold me on astrology was, my God, this stuff is so accurate. Belief is not required. And there's progressions and transits that I, I go through when I do readings for people. And it's complex, yes, but you can understand it because I also send them a booklet that has all these dates and times and it puts it in plain English so they can understand it. So never before, I think in the history of modern times at least, has there been such a wonderful time to get a reading because you can do it, A, from the comfort of your home, B, you have this visual uh, ability to look at transits of progressions and relate to things in a way that never before could happen. I remember, you know, my mother and I, BC, before computers, we would do stuff, everything by hand. In fact, I was doing Vedic astrology by hand into the 90s, early 2000s. And uh, once, you know, computers have really revolutionized the way astrology can not only be viewed, but the amount of data that I can scan. I spend 30, 40 minutes before I start with a client. And I, I, I write out two sheets that have all these details about trigger points that are coming up for you. It could be two years from now, five years from now. Like, you know, I, I had one person, they were so depressed and they, it was so sweet to hear this. This is when I like doing readings. The person said, you know, I was really depressed and actually thinking about, you know, offing myself. But they said, when I knew that I had this really good time coming and the astrology validated the horrible time I was in exactly like when it started, when it was you know peaking. And then um, it gave me hope because I knew I'd get through this and that I would get past it and that the sun was going to shine for me. And it did. And they, they got really successful and things were wonderful. I've had people famous. I got a lot of famous clients. I've even got, I shouldn't mention this, but clients from the federal reserve, uh, the attorneys Ooh, and stuff, yeah. we're the same thing. We're all human yeah. and we all have cycles and, and um, it's, it's fun. I had one parent, two parents, they were going to medicate their child, which I said, hey, you got to medicate your child if you want, because I'm not here to tell anybody medical advice or anything else. You go, go talk to your doctor. But they elected, based on the astrology, to forego this very intense medication process because I said the energies that are causing this really deep problem for your child are probably going to get a little stronger right here, and then they're going to go bye-bye over here. And they were a little skeptical, but then they said, oh, my God, it was right on. And then they elected not to do the medical situation they were going to do. And they talked to other doctors who agreed. And guess what? Uh, I, I, that was five, six years ago. And the parents are like, God, it's like he's a new kid. It's like it never even happened. And they said the astrology was so accurate. It was creepy. See, I'm not here selling astrology at all. I mean, you know, live your life, do whatever you want to do. I'm busy enough, trust me. But what I get a, get a lot of happiness is when I help somebody, when I actually gave them real information, not just a bunch of think positive hopium crap, but stuff that actually shows 
when you're in a shit storm and when it leaves and when the better times are coming, you know, and in my own life, I've seen it. It's so accurate. It's creepy. It's just amazing. And you, you, you just go, wow, what are we in here? You know, what are we in? And um, again, if the religions, you know, the popes who take bathtubs in, in, you know, Zodiac surrounding the bathtub. And they're so into occult stuff in many of these ancient religions. That's why the Jews kept it all secret because they were getting prosecuted because it wasn't politically correct. And some of the old rabbinical texts I got are amazing, amazing. And, and Chaldean and Vedantic and Vedic. It's amazing stuff. And uh, the religions don't want you having this because it disempowers them. They can't stand up there and tell you you're a sinner. Now pay us, you know. And so it's, it's fun stuff. Not that the religions don't have a lot of wonderful truths. And there isn't some great people that I have great respect for in them, you know. And so I'm not bashing them. There's a lot of truths in many of them. And uh, the real ones, I, I have great uh, praise for. I agree with you, you on that. Do I you do name readings, too? Do names matter? I, I hear, you know. Like, yeah, numerology is a really interesting uh, thing. Yeah, numerology okay. is. Right. Yeah, I actually calculate gems. I, I prescribe gemstones for people that are really amazing. And I actually carve the name of their guardian angel on it. Um, here, I'll show you. And and I do some really expensive pieces. I get a lot of high rollers out here. I'm in you know <laughs> California. But uh, and I have a lot of politicians who oh, know some, this stuff. Some of these are beautiful. Hard. Some of these are beautiful. I'm looking at some of them. Yeah, yeah. See, and, and you can see um, here, like I do all kinds of rings. I'm a real fan of simple pendants like that. But this is actually the person's guardian angel. It takes me about an hour. That Talk about a matrix. The position of each of the seven planets at the exact time that we first draw breath is the Hebrew letters. It's a very complex computation, but it's done where you're born at the longitude and latitude. And you take wherever those inner seven planets lie in that chart, there's a mathematical process of extraction called gematria. And this allows me to get the name of your guardian angel. And all angels end in L, like Raphael, Gabriel, Oriel. And that's the Aleph Lamed. So these are the inner seven planets with the ninth letter being the L and um, they're different for everyone. And I give a sheet that actually shows the numerology com combined with some of the gematria in the Bible and also in the Psalms. And again, in the religions, they don't teach this stuff. They don't. I've talked to really wonderful priests over the years and uh, I was doing a lot of stuff. I actually recorded Mother Teresa of Calcutta uh, and I don't care what they say about her. She was a great lady. I, I actually held her in my arms. I, I filmed her back in the early 80s, right when she won the Nobel Peace Prize. They brought her to Chicago and I was uh, doing a film project for that religious organization. They brought her in and I noticed all the guys, oh, this is Mother Teresa, you know, trying to get their picture with her for political purposes. She really despised it. I, I really think she disliked the church because she knew how political it was. But she also, you know, was going along, I think, with the whole hierarchy in some ways. But um, long story short, you know, there's there's so many secrets that when you get people alone, you start talking to them. They know, but they know that they can't bring. It's like the psychiatrist who knows possession and ghosts and stuff are real. But they can't bring that in to the, to the state board because they'll, they'll lose their license. See, the pharmaceutical companies run that one. See? So. Well, Jeff, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this discussion. It was great. 
and I appreciate you coming on, spending a good amount of time with us. And we have yeah, to uh, do it again soon. I didn't know you were All in right. L.A., and that's great. But we'll uh, we'll make it happen, brother. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it was you one bet. of the best Thank episodes you. we've done. And I look forward to hopefully talking again down the line. And uh, thanks yeah, for coming man. on, and take care. And everybody, hope to see you in you Diana Beach, Florida. Yeah, everybody stay strong. We'll get through this crap storm. Thank All you, right. brother. And see you in Plano, Texas after that. And we got dates. Go to samtriplee.com. We will talk to you soon. Take care. Have a great day. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.